0: Welcome to the Magic of Miracles podcast. I'm Mary Peichel, and on today's show, I have my friend, April Hanna. A lot of you may know her. She's also a host on the Path 11 podcast. Hi, April. Hi. I'm so happy to have you here. This is exciting.
1: I know, and I'm so excited that you have a show, and I am honored to be one of your first guests.
0: So we wanted to share kind of a very cool story with you guys today, April, and I love this kind of thing. And one of the things we like to do together is go down to New York City, and we usually see some kind of speaker or we have some agenda. And this particular day, we have very little agenda. And April mentioned that we should do something called a synchronicity walk, something that I had never done before. And April, I'll let you explain what that is, since you've had more experience with that than me.
1: Okay, well, on the Path Eleven podcast, we had interviewed a gentleman by the name of Todd Akamasis, and he lives over in London, and he is an out-of-body explorer and does a lot of things with Pandora Star. And the first time I ever heard of a synchronicity walk was when we interviewed him and he's has since like created a deck uh, for this type of walk but he will use anything from dice to playing cards and walk with a group and basically what you do is with with the dice you'll throw the dice and you'll get a group number and you will take that number with you and you as you're on your synchronicity walk you'll begin looking for signs of that number Then I tried a synchronicity walk with two of my other friends a couple of years ago, and we rolled the dice for a group number, and then we each got our own individual numbers. And when Mary and I were on the bus going down to New York City, I was talking to her about the synchronicity walk, and we were also talking about our life path numbers. So we were already on the subject of numbers, and I said, well, we should do the synchronicity walk, and I'm a life path number nine, and Mary is a life path four, right? Yes. And nine plus four equals 13. So those were the numbers that we came up with for our synchronicity walk. And so when you have those numbers, you kind of want to go with your intuition. Um, If you have a deck of cards, let's say you pull the queen of hearts, you might use that reference with the color red, you might use the reference Uh, to Queen or you might use the reference for hearts or anything that you see heart shape and you just begin to keep your eyes open for synchronicities that happen and you're supposed to trust in the process that if you see your number or if you see Say um, a queen or you see the shape of a heart that you are supposed to move in that direction So you have to be very open and free as you're walking to just let the universe take you wherever you are led to go So that is uh, a short version of how a synchronicity
0: walk happens. And we had such an awesome experience with ours. So like April said, we each used our life path number. And what she didn't tell you was they came to number 13, which is a number that is like really, really close to April. It's one of her synchronistic um, signs she gets from the universe all the time. So we were walking and we were thinking about her synchronicity walk and signs. And I was sharing a story with her last year. I took a trip and just before I went on my trip, I started to notice feathers, like just in a very overabundant, almost annoying kind of way. And, you know, feathers have been the way the universe talks to me for a long time and when I start to see them in overabundance or in very strange ways, I know that the universe is either getting my intention attention in some way. And I was telling her about this period last year where I was getting ready to go on this big trip and I started to see these feathers and I really felt like it was my ancestors. I just had a know, knowing that my ancestors were with me and given the nature of the trip, it would make sense that my ancestors would show up for me. And while I was on my trip, I, you know, the feather thing was just everywhere. And, and one of the last days on my trip, I was in this particular city in Poland. And I mean, man, the feathers were everywhere. But, you know, it's a city. There were pigeons. And I just, I, I don't know what took me so long. It had been three weeks and I had not even acknowledged these um, these feathers in any kind of communication with my ancestors or the universe and I decided at that time to address the universe and just say listen if you're with me if you're guiding me if this is my ancestors and you're taking this trip with me like I need to see two really big feathers like you know enough with these little feathers there's pigeons everywhere right I could totally, totally explain this I said that and I took two steps and right in front of me were two huge feathers just right on the street. So I was sharing that story with April, and as soon as I finished the story, she grabbed my hand and kind of pulled me aside, and we looked down, and there was a feather. And we both stopped, and we looked up, and the building in front of us was 274. So we did the math, 274 totaled equals 13, right, which is what both of our numbers added together, which was also April's number. And one plus three equals four. So there was my life path number. And then also in 274, the two and the seven equals nine. So we had all of our numbers in this uh, on this building in front of this feather. And April recognized this building, it's a church. It's Marble Collegate Church in Manhattan. And years before, I'll let you tell this, April.
1: Yeah, years before, I hadn't realized until we walked in But when I grabbed Mary and we looked at the numbers and the feather was there, I said, we have to go in. And we saw people in there. And as I stepped in, I said, oh my gosh, I've been here before. How was I in this building before? And back in 2008, when I opened up a wellness center for combat vets, I had gone down with um, the girl who I co-founded the center with. And we were going down to listen to veterans who were telling their stories about their post-traumatic stress. And it was such an amazing event. I I couldn't have gotten there again if you told me where it was, because I honestly didn't even remember the building or how I got there. And so that was cool for me, because I felt like it was affirming um, that, number one, we needed to go in. Number two, here I am again, and I've been here before. What were the chances of that? So that's what my past connection
0: with this church was. Which is very cool. Cool. And we walk in and there's a little kiosk there and it caught my attention. And I walked up to it and I'm looking at it and I noticed it was a tithing kiosk. And this is really interesting for me because for the two weeks leading up to that, I had been listening to prosperity work from Lisa Natoli. And she's part of the Teachers of God organization. And one of the things that she says is, Tithing is important to a spiritual practice and connecting with the abundance we give out right we can receive so it's sort of a message or a demonstration to the universe that we are abundant enough to give and the universe will give in return to us and this is something that I had been wanting to do and she Lisa Natoli explains that you should do it to an organization or a person that supports you spiritually. So I had had the idea that I would tithe to Marianne Williamson. She's been such a a amazing teacher for me. And I love her Tuesday live And There's a little place for donations, but I hadn't done it. And it's been two weeks, and I was really thinking about it, and I just never got around to it. So I decided, what the heck, I'm going to tie here at this church. And just as I decided that, April, you walked up to me and handed me a tithing envelope. I didn't even think, did you even know what that was? No, I
1: thought it was a brochure, because you were telling me this whole tithing story. And I think you were kind of on the fence about whether or not you were going to do it that day, uh, right then and there. And you're like, Oh, maybe I'll do it. I'll do it to this church. And I was like, okay. And I grabbed whatever it was and I handed it to you. Cause I thought it was a brochure and then you opened it up and it was
0: the tithing envelope. It was like, you know, devil confirmation. Like, yes, we're going to tithe here. Yes. So we both made a little donation. And as we walked out, we left the building. I turned around and there's a an electronic kiosk, and that's the church that Marianne Williamson speaks at, the person that I was originally going to tithe to. so I love how the universe gets really creative and um you know kind of magically puts us exactly where we need to be.
1: yes, and our now there's a story at the end of the synchronicity walk about yeah. these tides, and together we did a tide of forty five dollars. At that place, and we'll tell you what that's going to mean later on. So then, Mary and I, we leave the church, and we're both like kids in candy stores, right? Laughing, like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it! That's so cool!" And um, and as we walk out of the building, Mary sees people with Poland shirts. Which, you know, I didn't even connect it with your feather story, but when, you know, you're just, we're just talking now about how you were connecting with your ancestors with the feathers on your trip. Um, then there were people that were wearing Poland shirts, and uh, Mary's husband is from Poland, and part of the trip was his birthday was coming up um, soon thereafter. And she said, Oh, you know, I want to look for something uh, for my husband for his birthday. And then, so we're walking out of this church, we're all excited, our synchronicity walk has begun, and then. Mary keeps seeing people in, in Poland shirts. So I said, all right, well, let's manifest that we are going to find your husband a Poland shirt. We're going to buy him a
0: shirt from Poland. My husband is very actively proud Polish. We'll share that. <laughs> yes. My husband is a very proud uh, Polish man. We'll share that with you. So, yeah.
1: So we continue to walk and then there's now people are, have like flags from Poland. People are decorated to the nine. So, um, Mary ended up stopping the people and asking, like, what, you know, what's going on? And we later found out that there was actually a Polish parade on Fifth Avenue. And that led us to the next part of our journey in trying to find her husband something that had um, Poland on it.
0: Yes. And I found him the Polish flag. We didn't find the T-shirt, but we found the flag. And it's now he's proudly hanging it from our garage. (laughs)
1: and and the other thing too that i had said to you mary was that remember when we're trying to manifest you know we ask and then we receive that the other part of it is also for us to not not to get too fixated on like okay we wanted to get him a shirt there wasn't a shirt but still the universe responded with a gift to be able to give to her husband and it was still something of of his heritage which was really cool so we were we were walking around the uh the Polish parade for a while, and then we eventually said, "Okay, well, let's loop back around." And we had dinner reservations at 5:30, so we end up looping back around. And I look up and I see on this wall—it um, looks like it's handwritten—but it's a sign that says, "You matter." And I grabbed Mary again, I was like, look at that, I think that message is for us. And I walked past it and I said, hold on a second, I have to go back and take a picture of this. So I went and I took a picture of it. I turned around and as I'm turning around to walk forward, there is this monk that comes up to me and he has his hands in prayer and he's bowing to me and he's saying, peace be with you, peace be with you, peace be with you. So I'm a little shocked, I'm like, what, what's going on? He then puts this bracelet around my wrist and then offers me this beautiful golden medallion with it looked like some sort of goddess on it. And then he hands me a book and obviously he wanted an offering. So I only had $20 of cash on me. So I I go into my my purse and i give him the twenty dollars and then i asked him i said well can i have a second bracelet for my friend because at this point mary hopped into a shoe store she was wearing heels in the city and decided to grab a pair of shoes that were a little more comfortable so um so this monk gives me this bracelet he gives me this golden medallion i give him the twenty dollar donation which i then consider to be another tide so now we're up to 65 dollars that we have given out that day and i guess um when i was writing i my name, I was reading that the blessing was supposed to give you peace for a lifetime. And your donation to this monastery is offering your peace back. So I'm kind of freaking out. I'm like, holy crap. I, you know, I take a picture of you matter. I turn around and there's a monk right in front of me and he's bowing to me and he's placing this peace bracelet on. And I got this beautiful medallion and I couldn't wait to look up what the saint was. And I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. And I give Mary her peace bracelet. And that was just another part of our our walk. And I I later, uh, you know, Googled and looked up that a lot of people do get approached um, by these monks, I guess, in this section of the city, and that you can give those donations for these bracelets. But it was just really cool with setting the intention of the synchronicity walk that this was the next thing that had happened in our progression.
0: Well, I just remembered that when I was sharing the story, and I didn't put two and two together before, but... The feather tied to Poland back to the city and brought us back to um, brought us back to Poland with the shirt and looking for a gift for my husband. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting because we hadn't talked about that before. We had to dinner and there's a little bit of wait. We got there a little early and we sat at the bar and we we're just kind of talking about um, how this was so fun. And the messages were so powerful and overwhelming and so immediate, but it was all done in fun. And isn't that the purpose or the path to manifesting, right? You just, you stay in joy, you stay in happiness, you see it as kind of like a fun thing that you do, and there's no expectations other than you are an unlimited being of the universe, right? Um, there's a quote from, I believe it is Abraham Hicks. If all you ever did were to seek for joy, no, I'm sorry, I think that that's either a Course in Miracles or Marianne Williamson. Um, Abraham Hicks says, happiness is your only function. And, you know, we were just in such joy and such wonder at this whole experience. And we're kind of thinking like, you know, the bigger things in life, like maybe with your spouse or something that we're really struggling trying to do. And we take it so seriously that if you just had fun with it and maybe you had a partner, right, that could encourage you what you could actually accomplish. So it's given me a different way of looking at. What i'm trying to manifest or trying to receive from the world and it's also helped me to relate to my husband differently when we are kind of you know working on our life you know what's coming up for us what are we involved in i'm taking a very um a much lighter stance and holding that energy and he you know when you don't get so stressed out or angry or scared a lot of times it eases your spouse too absolutely so we're at the bar and having this conversation and we had a couple of drinks and we get seated for dinner and we have dinner and we get the bill and we notice that our bar bill wasn't included and they were supposed to, they said they were transferring this to the table. It wasn't included on our final bill. And when we did the math, I think it was was like $1 more than what we had tithed. So we actually ended up giving out between the two of us, just a dollar and the universe delivered everything back to to us which I thought was really beautiful that one it brings us back to our bigger message when that when you demonstrate that you have to give you're open to receiving
1: and a couple of things too before that had happened was after we had a couple of drinks we went into the store because we went to the restaurant I always get the name wrong it's what is it Mary ABC what
0: it was ABC kitchen.
1: ABC kitchen. So they have this gorgeous store attached to it. And um, so we had a couple of drinks and then we go out to the store and we're just you know shopping for some people. Mary went off on her way, I went off on my way and we eventually came back together. And Mary had said to me, she goes, oh my God, look at this deck of cards. She said, I'm so drawn to it. And it was called the moon deck and it had a beautiful uh, wooden box and I was like, well, let's pick some cards. I mean, our synchronicity walk hasn't ended yet. So I shuffled the deck, and I picked a card, and the card that I picked was a lion, and it was about courage. Now, uh, a few years ago, I had worked with a shaman from Tuva, Russia, and uh, I also inter- interviewed her on the Path 11 podcast, if you're interested to hear that, that interview. Her name is Chokbar. And she had done some healings on me, and was she's able to see power animals, and one of my power animals was a lion. So I couldn't believe it. Here we are on the synchronicity walk, and the card that I choose out of this maybe, like, 52-card deck or 42-card deck was the lion. So I'm like damn, I'm going to have to buy this deck now. because It was such a great sign. And uh, Mary felt really connected to the deck, and we both ended up buying the deck. And um, I know Mary's card resonated with her, too. I don't remember which card you chose. Do you remember what the message was? Yeah, I don't remember what card I got,
0: actually, that day.
1: Okay, I don't remember either, but um, but it was really cool. We get the deck, and then when we go to get seated for dinner, I had said to the hostess, I said, you know what, we're playing with numbers today. I'm just curious to know what uh, table number we have. And I forget which table number they said, and they said, well, we also have table blah, 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 and table 94. And I said, we're going to take table 94, because 9 plus 4 equals 13. <laughs>
0: That's so awesome. I forgot that. Yes. Thank you for reminding me.
1: Yes. And um, I think I might've taken a picture of our receipt. And when the receipt came, um, that's what made me take a look at the bill because I was, I kind of forgot that we had table number 94 and I was trying to look at the receipt to add up numbers. And I said, Mary, our drinks weren't, weren't included. And then when we did the math, it was really cool that that all of those tides that we had given were given back to us so it was just so magical um every time mary and i go down to the city we always have that miracle mind we always say okay thank you more please and we're ready for miracles universe and we always have something synchronistic and very cool happen so it was just another um Another awesome trip. And I said to Mary, you know, anytime we go down to New York City, we should start planning this intention. And now that we are both doing podcasting, we should create these trips as our podcast stories. So that's what made us get together today to record this for you guys. So you could hear the magic in our walk in the city.
0: Yeah. And hopefully it inspires you to play with the universe, the magic of the universe a little bit and see, see what magic you can let into your life. It's pretty amazing and it's fun. All right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our story and that it's inspired you and maybe helped you to believe in magic and miracles a little bit more. And thank you, April, for joining me. Have a great day, everyone. Mm Namaste. Namaste.